Welcome to the Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude podcast. We are so excited that you've joined us today. My name is Rich Watson, and I am the host of this podcast, and I want to share a bit about myself. I am a 20-year veteran of the United States Air Force who retired in 2015. After my retirement, I began working in the mental health field, helping veterans and couples find better versions of themselves. I've been happily married since 2000, and I have four amazing kids and one pretty okay beagle. I'm a devout follower of Christ who strives daily through all my flaws and imperfections to represent him. And I'm passionate about three things, my family, my God, and helping others. And that is the essence of this podcast. Each week or every other week, I pick a topic that has crossed my mind and try to discuss that here with you. My goal is that through my ramblings, there is something that helps you in your journey and on your path in whatever form that looks like. Now, to quote Dr. Dre... On to the next episode. Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude. I am your host, Rich Watson. I want to let you know I'm trying a new microphone out today, so hopefully that sounds good. Now, what are we going to be talking about today? Our topic of the day is validation. It's a word that we hear all the time, but perhaps we don't realize what an amazing skill it is for our relationship. Uh, award-winning author Michael Sorensen, he wrote one of my absolute favorite books on this topic, and it's called I Hear You. And he has a podcast titled The Same Thing. In that, he defines validation as the act of helping somebody feel heard and understood. Think of it essentially as saying, I understand how you're feeling. And it makes total sense to me why you're feeling that way. I understand the emotion that you're feeling. I understand where you're coming from. That's what we as humans, that's what we crave. We crave that understanding of our emotion. We crave that validation. But before we delve into what validation can look like and the process to validate somebody, let's take a quick look at what validation is not. In the simplest of terms, invalidation is anything that shoots down or dismisses or tries to kind of quote unquote make their statements better. This is things like, you know, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Tough it out. Don't cry. It's not that big of a deal. And when I think about these, I had these said a lot to me growing up. And when I first started out as a husband, as a parent, even as a leader at work, I would say statements like this all the time. And in truth, when I was saying them, I don't think I realized that they were invalidating. I maybe didn't have a name to it or whatever, but I didn't realize the impact they were having. But all of those things are invalidating. All of these statements are basically telling someone that their feelings don't matter. And whatever they are feeling is just not okay. Now, let's talk about feelings for a second. I know we've talked about this before, but in society, we often label our emotions as good or bad. And I'm guilty of doing that a lot, right? Good emotions are happiness, joy, comfort, gratefulness, things like that. Whereas bad emotions are things like anger, frustration, resentment, fear. Those are labeled as bad and the others are labeled as good. But in truth, there's no such thing as good or bad emotions. They're just emotions. And this is something that the, that Disney movie Inside Out tackled so well. Each emotion is just that. It's an emotion. And how you are feeling in a response to a situation uh, in that moment, that's what that emotion is. So pertaining to validation, you can feel angry. You can feel scared. But if people tell you that you shouldn't feel that anger or you shouldn't feel scared, it begins to take on what we would consider a bad emotion. An example of that would be, I'm angry because something happened and my spouse tells me, well, you shouldn't be angry. Now, not only do I feel anger, I feel maybe guilt or shame because I'm feeling what has now been labeled as a bad emotion. 
So that's a really, really quick synopsis of invalidation, uh, what we want to stay away from, right? Then what then is, is validation? Validating responses, they allow space to feel an emotion. Now, I want to use an example of a coworker, uh, and maybe just get away from family for a minute, but a coworker tells me that they're sad they didn't get a new position. Let's use that as the example. An invalidating response would be, well, it's no big deal. There'll be other opportunities. You're great at your job. Even though we kind of tried to sound good with you're great at your job, it started off with, it's no big deal. There'll be other opportunities. That is very invalidating, whereas a validating response would be something like, Oh my goodness, I, I am so sorry. I can understand why you're feeling sad about that. Or if they just say, I didn't get the new position, saying, oh man, I am so sorry. I can't imagine what you must be feeling. I know how hard you've worked. Both of these validate the individual's feelings about not getting the position and allow them to open up for further discussion. So a validating response, uh, as another example, one of your kids comes to you and they're all excited. This is validating a positive emotion because we can do that as well. One of your kids comes to you and they're just excited because they just got an A on a paper at school. And your response is to say, hey, nice job, cool, and leave it at that, which is not very validating because, again, validation would share the emotion and share share that uh, uh, response with them, right? It gives justification to that emotion. And so maybe a more validating response if your kid comes to you and says, I got an A on the paper, I got an A on the essay, would be, no way, that's that's awesome, congratulations. How did you feel about that? Or even maybe asking a question, oh, that is so fantastic, that's great. What was that test about? You can ask questions, you can get excited, you can share in the emotion that they're feeling. And that, in turn, fuels that energy, it fuels that excitement, and they feel like you appreciate and understand them. And that, whether it's an excitement, an emotion like excitement or an emotion like anger or frustration, that becomes very connecting. So validation, validating responses rather, they, they have two main components. One is that they identify a specific emotion, and two is that they offer justification for feeling that emotion. So let's talk about a four-step approach to validating. Step one is listen with empathy. Now, empathy is essentially getting into the other person's shoes, trying to see things from their perspective. So when you're listening with empathy, you're not just listening to the words they're sharing, but you're listening for the emotion that they're feeling. And that's what listening with empathy means because that sets you up better to validate them, which is the next step, right? So listen with empathy. Try to put yourself in the shoes. Try to maybe think about what emotion they would be feeling and listening for the emotion that they're feeling. And then step two becomes comes validate that emotion so you listen with empathy you validate the emotion and we've already talked about that but again that means identifying any emotion and offering justification for feeling that emotion and this doesn't have to be like super clinical sounding in fact it really shouldn't be but a validating statement like we've talked about it can be simple as just saying something is and you've got to be kidding me that right there satisfies satisfies both points a validation because you recognize that they're frustrated in this hypothetical situation and it justifies it because you responded to hearing it if I respond like that, like just saying something like you've got to be kidding me, it tells you I'm just as upset as you are, and that is validating. Now, I do want to point this out, and we'll talk about it later, because I realize how that just sounded. You do not have to agree with people to validate them, and we'll talk about that again in a minute. But let's go back to the steps. So step one, listening with empathy. Step two, validate the emotion. Step three is to give assurance, feedback, or advice. So this is where you give that feedback. You give that advice. You give that assurance if it's appropriate. 
Now, the order of these steps is, is very, very, very crucial, right? Because feedback is number three by design. Uh, and that's the mistake that I know I make all the time in my day-to-day life, right? Somebody will come to me, they'll share something that's difficult, and I want to go immediately into fix-it mode because why else would they want to talk to me? They want me to fix it. So I'm going to go right into fix-it mode. This is really, really terrible in marriages, by the way. But if you're coming to me and you're complaining or you're upset or you're frustrated and you don't know what to do, uh, naturally I assume you want my help. I assume that you want my guidance to solve it, but that's usually not the case. And this to me is a huge eye-opener because what typically happens in these situations is let's say I come to you and I'm venting uh, about a coworker or something that happened at work and I'm just complaining. Can you believe that this person did that? And so on and so forth. And then you start giving me advice and you say, well, you should just do this. And then I'll probably respond and say, yeah, we've already tried that. And she's not listening to me because, and this conversation will go on and on and back and forth and nothing will really, really delve into it. Right. And by the end of these types of conversations, what ends up happening is now we're both frustrated, right? I, I'm sitting there feeling frustrated because I didn't get what I wanted from the conversation, which, which wasn't advice. I wanted validation. And and now you're frustrated because you're trying to help me and I'm just responding with negativity and defensiveness to everything. And you're just like, what the heck happened? They're coming to me and they didn't want my advice. Well, maybe I did want your advice, but what I wanted first was validation. And the tricky thing about validation here is that most of us don't do it. We're not aware of it. We don't really know it by name. And so this dialogue, this sample dialogue that we just walked through happens all the time. It happens between parents and children. It happens between spouses. It happens with coworkers. It happens with friends at church. You name it. If there's a situation where you're talking to somebody, inevitably you're going to run into this, right? Where one person wanted validation but didn't know it, and the other person also didn't know it. And so they just go back and forth, and the conversation just falls flat. So I, I really just I would strongly suggest that that. This is not a hard and fast rule, but I strongly advise on waiting to give feedback to like this third step after you've already listened with empathy, validated that emotion, and then offered feedback and, and advice and assurance if it's needed and if it's appropriate. And so with that, we get to the fourth step, which is validate that emotion again, validate again. So one, listen with empathy, two, validate the emotion, three, give feedback, and four, validate again. And that kind of creates a nice little, I know everybody wants to say a sandwich, but I'm, I like cookies. So to me, like it creates a nice little validation Oreo here, right? That step four, it's really important because it really just rounds off the conversation nice. Whether it was a positive conversation, something exciting you were talking about, or something difficult and negative because you've gone through the steps. And when you end it by just saying, hey, you know what? Congrats again. Or that was that was just really cool. You should definitely be proud of yourself. You're ending it on a high note. Whereas if you have a, a more of a difficult or a heart-to-heart conversation and the per, this person's going through something a little more uh, intense, if you will, and you end it with something like, you know what, good luck with that, or, or that's a really tough situation, then you end it with respect. You end the conversation by reminding that person that you're not judging them. You're not saying, I know how to solve it, and you don't do that for them. You're saying, hey, hats off to you. That's tough. You're in a tough situation. That is powerful. Being able to do that at the end of a conversation is so powerful. And that brings that respect into that conversation. So I hope you're starting to get the idea here, right, with with validating and what it means. But I'm sure you're probably saying to yourself, much like I did when I first kind of learned this concept, I probably said something like, hey, self, that's great. But what if I actually disagree with the person? What if I disagree with what they're saying? Like, I'm not going to validate someone if I disagree with them. Let's be clear. You do not have to agree with someone or with what they're saying to validate them. And if you can get around that concept, and if you can at least maybe appreciate where they're coming from, then I'm not saying you have to agree with what they're saying. 
All I'm saying is that if you can appreciate why they're feeling the way they are, then maybe you can understand a little more about where they're coming from, right? The truth is, uh, when you lead lead with kind of that type of mentality, that type of uh, uh, mindset, like I don't have to agree with you, but I can still validate you. When you lead with that, when you start with that, the response will be given, and it'll be just a good response to that situation. And when you disagree, it really becomes all the more reason to validate because it will help you have a much more respectful conversation, right? Human to human, rather than just instant conflict or, or disagreement. So let me use an example, a potential example as a father, right? If my daughter has been dating a boy that I don't like, and they've been dating for quite a while, but let's say again, like I said, that I don't like them and they break up and she comes to me and lets me know that she's sad or she's hurt or whatever those feelings are. I may disagree with it because again, I didn't like the boy, so I think it's great that they're broken up. But that's not the point. She's coming to me sad and hurt. And so in those moments, it's much better for me to validate her emotions and speak through that versus, you know what, I'm glad you guys broke up, right? So what would that conversation look like? Again, she comes to me hurt because they've broken up and then somebody I don't like. So I'm actually inside really happy about the situation. So I actually disagree with it. I think it's a great thing that they broke up. But this is what the conversation would now look like. Dad, I just, you know what? I'm, I'm really sad today. I'm having a rough day. My boyfriend broke up with me and I'm just struggling a little bit. Pause. Because now you disagree, but say this. Oh, sweetheart, that must be so hard. I can understand why you would be sad about that. What else is going on? Very different conversation. Very different response. And if later on, like you went through the, the steps earlier, you get to that third step and there's an opportunity for you to talk about uh, some potential feedback or, or, you know, future, what that could look like, maybe do that. I would say in this situation, probably not the best timing, but that can work all the time. Even if you think about it at work, if somebody presents an idea that you disagree with or if somebody... Going back to earlier, we talked about somebody getting a promotion. Let's say they didn't get a promotion and you actually agree that they weren't the best choice, that somebody else or the person who got it was the better choice. You can still validate their feelings to say, oh, wow, that must be hard. You've worked hard at that and I can understand why you would feel that way. You're not saying, well, you were the best one for the job because you don't want to be a liar. You can disagree with somebody and still validate their emotions and that changes the entire conversation. So with that, I want to go back to, to one more thing again. This is such a powerful tool in any relationship and in anything we do, but it is important, like, like we talked about with one of the earlier examples, to also validate good emotions as well, right? When somebody comes to you with excitement and joy, validate that emotion just as much as you would validate a negative emotion. There's nothing wrong with that. So the last thing I'll say about this today is this works on yourself as well. You can self validate. If I am angry about something, I will typically tell myself, don't be angry. This isn't a big deal. Can you already see how this is kind of the opposite of what we've been talking about? It's not helpful, right? I think we know that by now, but you also need to know that you can validate yourself. Oftentimes we just have to stop and look back and say, well, of course I'm upset. Of course I'm angry. These are the reasons and that makes total sense. You need to allow yourself that space. Allow yourself that permission to feel how you're feeling the next time it happens. And man, it is so freeing and it's so powerful to say that I need to allow myself to feel certain things. I need to allow myself to be proud. I need to allow myself to be excited. I need to allow myself to be scared, to be angry, to be hurt. 
all of those things. We have to allow ourselves to feel the whole like gamut, the whole myriad of human emotions, because that is what allows us to live the most open and connected and free life with ourselves and then ultimately with others. So again, validate your own emotions as well. Nothing wrong with that. So I want to close this with a bit of a challenge. The next time someone shares something with you, and trust me, it will happen soon, sooner than you know, hold off on the advice or feedback. Instead, validate their emotions. Validate them for what they're feeling and see what happens. See how that conversation can change the entirety of your relationship with that person. See how validation can help to change everything around you. Rich out.